that's what I'm trying to tell you. Them old rappers, man, them niggas. Bro, have you seen any of these old rappers who be like, yo, they're the foundation of hip hop, really living good? Them niggas be looking really dusty. I kid you not. And then none of y'all try to come for me, because I don't come with y'all niggas either. So I'm just telling y'all, y'all be looking like Every time they be like an old, old nigga talking about hip hop, you be like, yo, bro, you sure you live better than this? Because everybody else living better than you. Legend. Shane, what's, what's good? What you doing? That ain't good. I'm chilling like a villain. How you doing, good brother? Good to see you. Got again. the whistle in hand. I'm ready to go. All right, all right, all right. Yo, I appreciate you jumping on. Um, I wanted you. I wanted you specifically to weigh in. Well, first, let me let me backtrack because we had you on before and we had an opportunity to chop it up with you as it relates to your history with QB and everything you did in the industry. But I really wanted you to weigh in on everything that's going on now with this discussion with DJ Academics and his comment about the founding fathers of hip hop being um, dusty and washed up based on what he perceives to be their lack of finances. What's, what's your thoughts around that? He wasn't talking to me. <laughs> That's all I could say. You know what I mean? He wasn't talking to me about that. And I say, hey, he has the right to his own opinion. And he's catching the backlash that he should catch. Right. Just the same, I always say some funny stuff. And when I catch the backlash, I'm prepared for it. Because if I didn't mean what I said, and wasn't prepared for the backlash that I'm gonna get. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. I, what he said, he said what he said. And I said, I was gonna leave it there. You know, it don't make no sense to keep beating up on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make- I didn't, I'm not, I didn't say it for any kind of clout chasing. Oh, I can get my face in talking about, I didn't do it for that. I said what I said and left it alone. Right, right. And, that, and that's the point, and, I, and I'm glad you said it that way because if you're a man of your word, you stand on your square, regardless of who got to say what or whatever they rebuttal is. Right. And, and, and since when does he not have... He's a journalist. What the hell do you think journalists do? They speak about people. You dig what I'm saying? Hmm. You can't be in this game if you, you don't want people to talk about you. What, you gonna hide in your closet? When you go out to eat, people want pictures, this, that, the third. You know what I'm saying? You can't hide. Yeah. I wonder though, I, I I look I look at academics and I and I say to myself, like, yeah, he's a journalist and he cut his teeth in social media and everything, but yo, what's his qualifications to even make a comment like that? You know, like this dude, what what's his contribution actually been to the culture for him to have, you know, have that kind of authority other than an opinion? You know what I'm saying? Like anybody can have an opinion. You ain't you ain't gotta mean shit or be a part of hip hop to have an opinion on it. But what's his contribution to the culture to even say something like that? Well, look, let me say this. Anybody that was born after a certain year shouldn't be able to put DJ on their goddamn name. Period. DJ, disc jockey, the nigga that kicked the records and spun the real records. They need to put a push button niggas. That's what they need to call them now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you can sit there. Push button ass DJs. Push, no. Push button ass niggas. They're not even fucking DJs. So if you wasn't born after a certain year, you shouldn't even claim that, claim that right there. Are you not a DJ? You're a push button nigga. Right. 
my, my thing is, right, if you call him a journalist, journalists need to do their research. But this is a young guy, so he caters to a young audience. And as I was explaining to Shannon earlier, if you're a journalist, you would do your research. Mind you, Trial Court Quest put out a song called Check the Rhyme. Q-tip on there said, Industry Rule 4008. So, his whole premise was... Industry niggas is shady! <laughs> okay, watch it back, because I think they smoke crack. I don't doubt it. Look at how they act. All right, so, his premise, although that was a soundbite from, you know, the, the, the pioneers, Dusty and Broke, someone took a snippet in the soundbite, people flew with it. His premise really was saying that the elders of the pioneers of those who came before the younger guys have not shared any business acumen with the younger crowd. And that's why I brought up that lyric right there. I said, well, no one's knocking down Tip's door after he made that check the rhyme verse and said, yo, 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 Tip, what's going oh, on? Oh, no, but he's talking to the wrong niggas. He's talking to the wrong niggas. He should be talking to Puffy and all them fat Joe niggas with all that bread that's doing a bunch of shit. Don't right. come to us talking about we ain't putting nothing in or we ain't giving back, nigga. We ain't got it like that. Go see them motherfuckers. Our but time came time. before the time, and, and most of those dudes, they had to jerk somebody to be where they at to get their publishing and took their publishing and all that shit. And then they flipped it. But if you want to fucking talk about contribute, you want somebody to contribute, contribute something, nigga, our words, what we did should have been contribution enough, bad enough, we ain't make no money, then what the fuck you gonna throw it in our face for, nigga? Right. Yo, that's but that's the way that generation has been taught. The detachment between us and our children, the detach detachment between us and my neighbor has become so fuck you, I don't care about you, and so self, that this is what we should expect from these you. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? The old niggas, hey, they don't wanna, they wanna act like they too scared to talk to the young man and try and give him some knowledge and whatnot, so he gonna stay quiet. Yeah. Maybe he gonna stay quiet and not stay, say the shit that I say for the simple fact you still trying to kiss the industry ass. Knowing that you are old school nigga and ain't got shit for your ass in this industry. Old niggas like myself, who will love your music, yes we will. But we're not going to put our credit card on nobody's Spotify, no none of that bullshit. So, you making a record for niggas' enjoyments that ain't even gonna go stream your shit to help you eat. What you're doing is making a record for their fucking enjoyment, right? Oh, we want to hear you make another record, Shad. Fuck you, that record ain't gonna feed my fucking kids, all right? Fuck all that. I don't want to do another fucking record. So as far as fucking talking about me and hip-hop, fuck off with that. I build buses and shit now. I don't give a fuck. Call me Dusty all you want. All I know is I do a lot more things than a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the king of the broke niggas, man. Yeah. Fuck that, it's too many rich niggas. I'm the king of the broke niggas, yo. If you broke, nigga, I'm just as broke as you, but I got $2 more. Yo, 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 Shan, it's funny you say that because, yo, on this show, we have a lot of discussions, and it always come up about, like, yo, how come some of some of the older rappers don't put out projects? And I always tell them, like, yo, the older rappers don't even want to put out no projects because people don't support them. People will not buy the records, yo. They'll go off and scream like crazy, like, yo, we need a new album from this person. We need a new album from that person. But they won't 
support the project. And the problem with that, to me, is that then it gets thrown off on all this other stuff like, um, yo, well, you know, the radio don't play the records. Or there's talk about the meeting that happened that they said that they weren't going to push certain music and it's that like all these things may be possibly true. But at the end of the day, if you telling people like it, if artists from our era, we telling them like, yo, we want new music and then they invest in their time, energy, and, and, and commitment into actually putting out new music and then yo, you won't stream it, you won't buy it, you won't buy their merch, you won't do nothing for them, then why should they even- See, you put a key instead of a clear key. Y'all see me on, if you watch my Instagram, y'all see me on the fucking thing with my t-shirts and shit like that, right? Motherfuckers will go down the timeline, yo, Shan, that shit is hot, I want one, nigga, I want one. What you can't understand is that I can see each sale. So for all you niggas keep talking about, yo, that shit is hot, I want one, I'ma support you, Shan. Nigga, I see you ain't supporting me. So those words that you putting across my little timeline that says, oh, I support you, nigga. You don't support me, motherfucker. You don't support motherfuckers like me. You dig what I'm saying? It's like, you'd rather go motherfucking pay $300 for a concert and if we wanted that same kind of money that they paying these young motherfuckers, our catalog just as good and you can understand what the fuck we say. They want to give a nigga like Shizzle, I'll give you $1,500, I got $1,000, come sit, nigga, if you don't get the fuck away from me with that $1,000, nigga, I spent that shit yesterday, move. Now, if you gonna do some shit like that, know who the fuck you talking to and know what they know they worth is. Nigga, you can't owe me no thousand dollars. Fuck off, nigga. That shit don't pay for the rims I just bought. All right? So you're gonna embarrass yourself because you ain't embarrassed the one you're talking to. Know who you talking to before you embarrass yourself. Offering a nigga $1,500 like I want to run and go do a show. Fuck you, nigga. And that $1,500 is all-inclusive. You gotta get your hotel, you gotta fucking fly yourself there, and in the end of the day, what a nigga end up with, $500? Like, nigga, get the fuck out my face. Move, fuck off, yeah. I ain't singing shit. You want Shan out of concert? Pay me the right motherfucking money, or fucking put the record on and sing it your fucking self. I'm not coming. <laughs> you know, the, the misconception, man, is, you know, we use this word culture, but the culture, and, and it's all about the art. I mean, having freedom of expression is a great thing, but these young people, because business, the business model has changed, they're able to usurp so much money that they're only worried about the bag. They're not worried about how to be creative and stay creative. And if you get the bag, what you doing with the bag? Are you helping other people out? Are you helping your community out? Are you helping your grandmother out? What, the, what are you really doing with it? I think a lot of times these young people get they don't fucking listen. I'm gonna be square with that because they're looking at older folks or older people and they saying to themselves, what they gonna teach me? These niggas is old. They got this this mindset. And mind you, I don't wanna be a hypocrite. I was that same way at 21, 22, but there was always someone in the back. You and me both. You know what I'm saying? You and me fucking both. And there was always someone who would level themselves enough to be like, you're wrong, listen. I'm going to shoot you. Take it or leave it, but I know it's going to be worth something. And they'll spit game to me, and I'll sit back and be like, you know what? I'm appreciative that you sat down and you and you laid that on me, OG. I appreciate that. He said, yo, just walk with that. I don't, I don't need nothing back. 
anything teaches somebody else. Now, that happened. I don't know where academic is thinking that shit don't fucking happen. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand that. I think my premise is thinking he was only looking for clickbait. He was looking for clout chase. He knew he'll throw something out there and it, and it got people up in the roars and shuffled the deck a little bit. But people act like yourself, throw back like, that's the greatest thing about what he said. That's the greatest shit about what he said. That this dialogue and this discussion, I told the nigga shit. If you look at my answer right, nigga, I'm glad you said that, because niggas get a chance now to pat themselves on the back and state they fucking accolades, nigga. Right. You want to talk about Dusty, did you not hear me just say, fuck your hip-hop shows? You don't see me working at a restaurant, do you? Not that it's a bad thing, but you don't see me fucking, you know what I'm saying? So I must not be that dusty as an old school motherfucker and I figured something out. And each and every day, that shit you talk about teaching the youth, I put my neck on the line all the fucking time, fucking talking positive shit. Cause other niggas ain't doing it. That's all I do on my IG. I don't give a fuck if niggas don't like me cause I'm talking positive. What the young folks don't know is that the music industry is using them to destroy the culture that me and fucking all of them predecessors they talk about. Mm -hmm. They're using you as the fucking lamb to fucking bring us to slaughter, you dumb motherfuckers. Because they don't want you to recognize your predecessors and give greatness to the ones that came before you. They want you to be a young black man and think he made it there by himself. Now here, here's this motherfucking gun. Here's this liquor. Here's this cocaine. Go and shoot your friends. Get on the record and tell all your friends to shoot each other. Why the fuck you think we don't got the KKK no more? Because you little stupid motherfuckers have taken their place with your bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's, but that's it's, what your race company say. Now imagine this. Us three sitting here with a group of young men. We got all the knowledge and the wisdom in the fucking world to give them to put them on the right path. But then there's another nigga standing up next to us and he's waving a hundred thousand dollar check. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck you think we gonna listen to? Us or the nigga with the hundred thousand dollar check? Now, That's nigga with the $100,000 check is preaching a total opposite of fucking shit of what we telling them to do. Mm-hmm. They gonna go with the check, nigga, every time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned, though, that, um, you know, like, like, how the youth are easily swayed because I feel like academics probably wouldn't even made a comment like that if we didn't, if we... If we as consumers and as the people that are actually inside the culture didn't normalize that kind of talk. It's like, yo, people ain't gonna talk out of school unless they feel, you know, comfortable. Like, I, I feel I can get away with saying this. And I feel like there's a narrative that's been created. Yo, I have went on, just, just before we did this, I went on um, a couple of people's IG. So I went on the Beach Boys IG and I went on Aerosmith IG. And I just looked through the comments, Shan, just to see what people were saying. And it was nothing but love in those comments. Nothing but love. But then you go on like some of our pioneers comments. You look at their comments and you see the shit that people say to them. I'm like, yo, why do people feel so comfortable disrespecting the, the, the founders of, uh, of hip hop? But these other genres, they'll embrace them. They don't cut their motherfucking ass out. When you fuck with me, I'll fuck with you twice. 
about Niggas used to fucking play with me and put that bullshit comment shit in my shit. I used to make niggas think that I was very stupid and unintelligent, right? Because I curse a lot, everybody thinks, oh, Shan doesn't have no knowledge, blah, blah, blah. And they used to say, you can't say that, Shan. You're dumb. And then when I flipped it to where now you see I got a little bit of knowledge, y'all don't start, y'all don't start saying that dumb crap no more because I got an answer for everything you say. Don't call me a bum, nigga. I'm sitting in my own RV right now. It got AC, but the shit too loud for y'all to hear me. Just call me a bum. I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I just think that academics went about it the wrong way. It's easy to set up a conversation with some notable pioneers, have a dialogue, but to get on your platform and just just blast out dusty and old and old school dudes ain't do nothing for, for, for younger dudes. Those who spoke out, those who spoke out, look, those who spoke out in public against his fucking comment, Right? Very few jumped up in the beginning, right? The rest of the motherfuckers were sitting in the back waiting for a nigga that like me that's gonna shoot at these niggas first. Bam, 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 bam. They wait. I'm not protecting these motherfuckers. Fuck y'all. Y'all waiting for me to say something or somebody else that got heart to say something cause you too scared to. I'm not fighting your fucking fight. Fuck you, you dusty motherfucker. You dig what I'm saying? Fuck you, nigga. You wait till somebody else motherfuckers stand up. I ain't see not no collective of fucking old school niggas say, oh, oh. y'all came after. Y'all came once the boat was motherfucking rolling. Now it's a disrespect to talk about you. Yo, for, for him to even talk I'm about telling you, you, it's like motherfuckers will stand there. You know how it is. Motherfuckers will stand there. The nigga that's gonna come with the motherfucking joint, they gonna stand behind you while you busting that nigga. As soon as the nigga fucking say, who hit him? Shan did. <laughs> they waiting for the, the first nigga. They waiting for the first nigga. Y'all speaking up for me. There ain't yeah. no dusty nigga. Period. Yo, yo, Shan, though. Yo, Shan, but it, that's pretty much like the... If you think about it, that's exactly what, what, what academics is trying to, trying to come with, right? Because the people who kicked in the door, the first people who came through are the people who got the battle scars to show it. So how he think that people from the generation of Sugar Hill Gang have the ability to have business acumen conversations with him. There was no damn streaming back then. There was no YouTube. You know, there's certain things that were still in existence, but people wasn't getting royalty off no damn Spotify and all this stuff or whatever. They're wrong. They yeah. were wrong. Business model was changed. Yo, Check so, like you said earlier, those are other people that he, he sounded like he bypassed, because those are the dudes who probably got more inner workings and more knowledge about how the business works today versus you know back then right but back then the checks that we was getting we was getting the money which made it able for other cats to come behind us and get more money i don't understand a culture that this nigga six nine and i'm not hating on a nigga I'm gonna tell you when Rick Ross went. Rick Ross is a lucky man. Let me tell you how Rick Ross is lucky. The boss, Rick Ross. When my generation, when we found out that nigga was a fucking correction officer, we wasn't fucking with that nigga. Okay? But the generation, the times was changing. Oh, 
Niggas was gonna give you a pass for lying and say you was a big drug dealer when nigga, you was the nigga the nigga whip in jail, whipping niggas asses. But they gonna give you a pass, so that's where, cause niggas in my group, we, we don't fuck with that shit. Like they fucking run around behind 6ix9ine now, nigga. You wouldn't be able to walk around like, I don't give a fuck if you got 12 big monkey niggas around you. Mm-hmm. My day and age, get the fuck out of here, yeah, nigga. That wasn't happening. <laughs> niggas will definitely get at you real Look, fast. you see how these little young boys walk around with all this jewelry and shit like that? That shit wasn't happening in my day, nigga. You had to really be able to be about your shit to wear a fucking piece of jewelry. This thick nigga with a fucking piece on it that's fucking humongous? All y'all niggas is pussy. <laughs> Fuck you mean? Y'all let niggas what? <laughs> My day? Nigga, you couldn't do that. Right. So, do they want to hear could that? not do that. Do they, the thing is, do they want to hear that story? No, of course not. They, they, they just want to get to the back. Of course not, because you know what they look at? They look at the nigga with the rollie and the watch as if that money that he got makes him more credible. Mm, right. Oh, fuck it. Hey, I bought him that watch, but he won't even take a picture with me. I bought him that watch, and he won't even take two seconds to say hello to me. Mm. That's what you're going to get as a fan these days because these artists don't have fucking artist etiquette to know how to be an artist and recognize that the DJs are the ones that made you. Mm-hmm. Recognize that the people that bought your shit is the ones that made you, so you need to take two and three and five minutes to stop and sign an autograph and take a picture, kiss a baby like the politicians do sometime, motherfucker. Right. Yeah. yeah, and yo, them people who came before you are the reason why you got that watch too. I was saying to Rob earlier, you think about any industry in terms of when it first started to where it is now. Like the money is never the same when it first starts, right? Look at ja- look at what Jackie Robinson did for Major League Baseball and his contribution. You think Jackie Robinson made anywhere near the kind of money that the worst player in Major League Baseball makes now? Everything, every nigga that started, that started the pay scale. Yeah, right. and that's what right. I'm saying. Like even yo, look at look at technology, like created black planet ain't ain't make the kind of money that mark zuckerberg made right right. you know so but the dude who created black planet laid the foundation for facebook or for meta and i think people get away from this like they they get straight to the money and then once they get the money they forget about the people who kind of paved the way for them to get to the money but then the, the irony of this though is that 20 years from now they got the same people that they talking about they gonna be that person because 20 years from now it's gonna be some young dude sitting in the seat saying yo what you mean to tell me y'all wasn't making money off of, off the metaverse y'all didn't have nfts y'all didn't have this y'all didn't have that so it's just like yo i just think you gotta stay humble man absolutely you gotta stay humble look i think that if we would have had the internet back in my days it wouldn't be the way that it is now because we would have been able to continuously kick our message if we didn't have to sign to these major labels and shit you dig what I'm saying if we could have kept being independent and doing our own music we don't own it anymore we don't own it anymore we could have been telling that message now we had the internet and we was able to tell that message y'all niggas wouldn't be able to say shit today so be glad there wasn't no internet so some of you niggas that, oh, yes, ah, 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 
And that's like eight balls of your first fucking verse, nigga. Ah, ah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Huh. exactly man. Nigga, you fucking just did, you wasted eight balls and ain't say shit. Shut the fuck up. Right. You know, K- KRS One mentioned uh, Sugar Hill Records and, and B Boy Records. How they was robbing just about everybody possible. And I said, yo, if it wasn't for the courage of people getting robbed for their talent and their, and their creativity to keep pushing forward, where would anybody? Because people knew they were getting robbed, but they loved the art, they loved the culture, they loved the freedom of expression. They loved plugging their joint into the light pole and having a jam and bringing people out. I just read an article about how drums were banned in the early days. Like they banned black playing drums. The reason why they did that because drums was an indication for war. Drums, drums were used as an indication for communication. So I responded back to this and I said, that sounds just like hip hop. When hip hop came and you had them fucking speakers banging off of them handball court walls and them project walls, you can hear that shit for 10 blocks down. And they had to come and stop that whole shit down. I said, that's the same scenario. But we had the courage to be out there for it to last till it got to a point where it started to become monetized people started to make something on it. Now, you got brothers in fashion, you got brothers selling sneakers, they selling juices, you got Bun B out there selling Trill Burgers in Houston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, court, and court builders now. So, you know, I think we are where we need to be, and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to believe in, in, in the narrative that OGs are not teaching the young brothers any game, because that's not true. I just think homeboy just needed a sound bite because shit might be going left in his world and he needed to get back on track. I think that's exactly where that came from. Cloud chasing shit. Yo, check it out. Yeah. Back in the day, we got jerked, right? But the jerkers learned how to jerk y'all even worse. See, back in the days, you would get a quarter per record. Whether it was you got what's big enough to make a retail deal or a wholesale. Wholesale mean you got a quarter per every 25. But if you could make a deal where you got paid off every record, you was good. But look at a quarter. You got a quarter. Nothing.